Right. Well, you know, first of all, our team is really excited about having the opportunity to, you know, play in the national championship game. Uh, certainly a reward for all the hard work that the players and coaches have done all year long to uh, give themselves this opportunity and obviously playing against a, you know, really, really good, uh, fantastic Georgia team that has great balance and has played well on both sides of the ball all year. You know, Kirby's done a fantastic job there. Uh, I do think if you're asking me to make a comment about this turnaround, it's very difficult to come from a bowl game and just have seven days to prepare. I mean, they're coming from the West Coast. We're coming from New Orleans. Um, you know, then we got to be someplace else on Friday. I mean, this is... Um, I, I think that some kind of way somebody's got to think about the players a little bit when it comes to these games and not just what's convenient for the media or TV or whatever. All right. Thank you, Coach Deidre. If you could now place media in the queue for questions. At this time, if you would like to ask a question, simply press star followed by the number one on your telephone keypad. Again, that is star, followed by the number one on your telephone keypad. We'll pause for just a moment to compile the Q&A roster. And our first question comes from Daniel Uchtman with the All-American. Nick, congratulations on the performance last night from your team. I wanted to ask you about uh, Kirby. What led you to hire him uh, the first time you hired him, and uh, what led you to continue hiring him for jobs? Well, Kirby was young, and um, I think, you know, really what I like hiring young guys and helping them develop in our system and teaching them what we do. And he was a secondary guy, and we were looking for a secondary coach. And, um you know, some of the other coaches on the staff knew him, Will Muschamp and Derek Dooley, and recommended him highly. I was very impressed with him from, you know, day one. He's very bright. He learned quickly. Um, and uh, I would hire him anytime, anywhere, on any staff based on the body of work that he did over the nine or ten years that he was with us. He did a fabulous job. And our next question comes from Bill Bender with Sporting News. Man, um, obviously a lot of things have changed on the recruiting landscape, but what's the biggest thing you've maintained in your approach when you're dealing with trying to bring out-of-state talent into Alabama? Well, first of all, our philosophy really hasn't changed. You know, we want to do a great job of recruiting our state, and then we want to do a great job of recruiting a five-hour radius from you know, Tuscaloosa and the University of Alabama. Um, but then we also want to, you know, recruit the best players in the country that have interest in our program. And you know, our program is all about creating value for players, whether it's helping them be more successful in life through personal development, academic support, developing a career off the field, or developing a career on the field, you know, as a football player. So, um, that that philosophy really has not changed, and um, it's really what we work at. Thank you. And our next question comes from John Zinner with the Associated Press. 
Uh, hey, Nick. On, on, on Jalen Hurts, it seems like sometimes it's pretty hard to judge a quarterback based on stats because he didn't have great stats last night but seemed in command and, um, you know, running off as well and making good decisions. Is that is that your take, that, that, that his performance last night? Well, I think, you know, Jalen did a good job of controlling the tempo of the game and um, I think that every player on our team would probably say that there were things that he could have done better in the game and um, you know, Clemson's got a really, really good defense to put a lot of pressure on the quarterback. So I think all in all, he handled it pretty well. But um, there were some things that, you know, I think we need to do better offensively. And uh, I think that's a, a team thing, not just a quarterback thing. And how determined was he? What was his attitude kind of after the Auburn game when there probably were some other things he, he would have liked to have, have done better? Well, I, I think the entire team was you know, sort of trying to reestablish the identity and didn't feel like we played like we wanted to play, you know, at Auburn. And I think, you know, everybody had to take ownership for that. And, you know, I think our players did. So um, I think that was more of a team thing than any one, indi- any one individual. And our next question comes from Aaron Suttles with the Tuscaloosa News. Uh, is there any update on Anthony Jennings? And if he's not able to play, who, who do you look at at that outside linebacker spot? Well, we don't we don't have uh, complete medical information uh, on either one of those guys. Um, they're being evaluated today in Birmingham, so you know we'll let you know when we find out that information probably tomorrow. Um, but you know we have you know Christian and um, Terrell Lewis and Jamie Mosley's played before and. Some of the guys that had to play when the other guys were out got some valuable experience, so that's that's where we would go. And our next question comes from Chip Towers with AJC. Hey, Nick, congratulations on being back in the game. Thank you. Uh, yeah, real quickly, uh, you know, obviously you've been in the league a long time. You're the dean, and uh, you've always known – Kirby better than anybody are you surprised at the rate at which the quickness at which he's gotten Georgia into uh, this position or is this kind of what you expect well you know Georgia had a a pretty good nucleus of players there Uh, I think they won 10 games the year he took over Uh, now he has done a fantastic job of bringing those players along, getting those players to play with discipline, getting them to play together. Uh, they play hard. They're very, you, you know, uh, relentless. And I think this last game was sort of a reflection on the attitude that he's been able to instill to overcome adversity and come back in a game like they did against Oklahoma. And uh, they're playing extremely well, which is a reflection on, you know, his ability and his leadership to um get everybody to buy into doing things the way he wanted them done so that they could play at a very high level, and uh, they certainly are, and they have a lot of good players, and, um, you know, they're, they're all playing at a very high level, and I think that's a compliment to the coach uh, and the coaching staff. Thanks. And our next question comes from Marty Smith with ESPN. Coach, good afternoon. Uh, last evening after the win, you continually used the word ferocious. 
to describe your defense's effort. When have you been more impressed with a team's preparation? Uh, a team's preparation turned into an effort like that. Um, I, I, I think there's only one uh, that I remember, uh, and that was when we played LSU in a championship game in, our, in New Orleans in, I think it was 2011. Um, I, I thought the, you know, the defense played, you know, with sort of a ferocious, relentless, you know, sort of I won't be denied kind of attitude in the way they competed in the game. And, um, but I, I'd say those two probably rank up there with the best, best of them. Excellent. Thank you. And our next question comes from Chantel Jennings with The Athletic. Hey, Nick. Bradley Bozeman told me earlier this week that Jonah Williams is maybe one of the fastest learners he's ever been around in terms of picking up stuff from the playbook. I was curious, is that something you even saw in him when you were recruiting him? Well, Jonah's a very intelligent, you know, young man, and um, I think he's got all the right stuff when it comes to you know, his disposition toward being successful, paying attention to detail, um, you know, doing the little things right. And um, the combination of that and being a very intelligent guy, I think he's very aware and uh, plays with a lot of intelligence out there, and he's a fast learner, and I think that's helped his development, and that's probably why he was able to play so effectively for us last year as a freshman. Thank you. And our next question comes from Dwayne Riken with Montgomery Advertier. <laughs> it's advertiser, but it's okay. Coach, I um, wanted to ask about, obviously, uh, not only did Kirby work for you for so long, but he, he, he obviously recruited a lot of the guys that you have. So do you feel like that gives him any kind of advantage because he, he sort of knows tendencies, and I know it's been two years removed, but I think that gives him any kind of advantage or, any, or helps him out in terms of preparing for you all because he knows you guys so well? Well, um, I can't answer that. You know, I I think it always is helpful when you know the other team's personnel. But, you know, systematically, uh, especially on the defensive side of the ball, I don't think we're all that, that different in terms of what we do. Um, so I, I really can't answer that. I think you'd probably be better off asking him. Okay. And just just a quick quick follow up. When you look at the kind of game talking about the, the guys up uh, up front, um, not only did Deron Payne make the plays, you know, as far as interception, but uh, what would you say assess his overall uh, performance in, in being able to control that inside uh, you know, Clemson's run game? Well, I thought our front guys played as well as they have all year in that game. They they were very aggressive. They, you know struck blockers out of their hips and controlled the line of scrimmage and uh, that enabled us to play the way we wanted to play in the back end to be able to cover some of their passes and disguise and hopefully make it a little more difficult for the quarterback and I think because of that we got pretty good pressure on the guy as well you know rushing four guys so I thought our front played as well as they had all year thanks coach and again, if you would like to ask a question, simply press star 
followed by the number one on your telephone keypad. Again, that is star, followed by the number one on your telephone keypad. And our next question comes from Kirk Bowles with Austin American. Uh, Nick, you mentioned the quick turnaround for both teams. Uh, would you like to see two weeks uh, between the semifinal games and the final? No, not 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 necessarily. I, I just think that it, it's a little bit different, you know, when you're playing in the season, and you know, you 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 go to a game on Friday, you play on Saturday, you come home after the game, and you know, the players are kind of off on Sunday, or some people do it differently and give them off on Monday, and then you start the new week on Monday. But you know, when you go to a bowl game and you're there for a week, it's really kind of hard to pack up everything and just leave at one o'clock in the morning to get home. Um, so, you know, we spent the night and had to come back this morning, and, you know, this is like a regular Sunday preparation for us, and um, I do think it's a it's a little quicker turnaround for the players and um, obviously a, a pretty quick preparation for both teams as well. And, I, don't uh, need, I don't think you need two weeks. I think, you know, just an extra day, just put a travel right. day in there, you know. I mean, if it's... Right. Right. And, and Nick, one other question about two SEC teams making the final. Uh, do you get a lot of satisfaction in that, uh, in that the perception nationally may have been that the league was a little bit down this year? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm proud of the SEC and I'm proud of the competition in our league and I'm proud of the good teams that we have, you know, in our league. And um, I certainly think that. You know, Georgia has an outstanding team, and I think that there were other very good teams in our league. And, uh, you know, sometimes your team gets affected if you lose a quarterback like Mississippi State or, you know, something like that. But, um, you know, I, I, I've always had a tremendous amount of respect for the competition in our league, and I don't think there's any question about the fact that Georgia's, you know, maybe the best team in the country right now the way they're playing. And it's going to be a real challenge for us to be able to, you know, stop them and uh, be able to move the ball against them and play effectively. And our next question comes from Michael Casagrande with Alabama.com. Yeah, Nick, I just wondered how hard is it to maintain uh, good friendships, relationships with former coworkers, former uh, coaches that worked under you when in this competitive coaching business when it can be kind of cutthroat in the recruiting kind of business? Well, you know, I, I look. You know, you don't have to dislike somebody to compete against them. Um, I have a lot of respect, personal. You know, it's not personal. It's just that you don't. You know, Dabo and I are very good friends, and he never worked for me, but um, we, uh, you know, we we certainly know each other really well. He played at Alabama, and you know, and there's a lot of guys out there that we've had to play against in the past, and um, you know, it's not. It's not personal. I mean, it just, you know, I don't dislike the guy that you play against. You compete against him and um, do the best you can and want to do the best you can for your players on your team. Thank you. And our next question comes from Mark Weisler with Athens Herald. Hey, Nick, you mentioned about helping to develop uh, young coaches in your system. Wondering about Glenn Schumann, uh, kind of a behind-the-scenes guy with you over there, what you remember about his contribution to your program? Oh, he did a great job. You know, 
she was a really bright guy, he learned very quickly, um, and, um, you know, made a great contribution in terms of his input, his knowledge, his work ethic. Um, so, and I, I, I know even though he wasn't allowed to coach the players, they, they all had a tremendous amount of respect for him as well. What do you make about uh, your success against former assistants, uh, you know, through the, uh, when you got up against someone who became head, head coaches? Well, I, I don't think the game is about the coaches. I think it's about the players. Um, and I think if in most of those games, if the other guy had the players that we had, um, they might have beat us. So it's not about the coaches. I mean, I, I don't I, I didn't catch any passes. I didn't make any tackles last night. I didn't do any of that. Uh, I mean, the players did it all. So, um, you know, you prepare the players the best you can. But, um, you know, we, we, we've had pretty good teams around here, and most of the guys were – going to rebuild programs um so maybe we're a little bit ahead of them and that had our team that would probably beat us thank you and we have time for two more questions for coach and our next question comes from cecil hart with the tuscaloosa news hey coach um you recruited Jake Prom, I think he was committed to you at one time. Uh, what do you remember about him as a high school quarterback? What, what did y'all see in him, and, and what do you look forward to seeing from him in this game? Well, you know, we thought he was a fantastic player, very instinctive, very smart, um, makes great choices and decisions, doesn't, you know, always puts his team in the best play that they can be in. I think he does a lot of check with me's, which for a freshman quarterback is probably – demonstrates his knowledge of the game and preparation and intelligence and um, you know he's always been a was a fantastic passer and remains that way and um, you know I, I we, we, we thought he was a, a great player we had him in camp and um, you know we, we were excited to have him be a part of our program but we also understood when Kirby went to Georgia and Kirby was recruiting him that um, you know, there was a chance of that happening. Thank you, Coach. And our last question comes from Alex Byington with Decatur Daily. Yeah, Nick, uh, there's some talk about, you know, kind of you changing things up in practice this week, kind of reducing some of the workload on some of the players. Uh, can you just talk about the mindset going into it, why, why you can make that little change this week uh, compared to maybe in previous years? Well, um, you know, we had a little different schedule. Mm -hmm. the, the game was one day later. Uh, it has been on New Year's Eve, uh, so we really mm -hmm. only had four practices after Christmas, which was a normal week. So we, we didn't do any less work. We just spread it out over five days, I think, um, and, you know, sort of front-end loaded it a little bit so the players uh, had a little less to do you know, later in the week. And uh, we had practiced, I think we practiced 12 total practices for that game. So um, I think the players got get, get a little tired of practicing sometime and just wanted to change it up a little bit for them. And lastly, if I may, um, just your personal relationship with Tony Brown, you know, um, 
obviously given his situation with his father, your own situation, you know, what's it like seeing him succeed, have the game he had this last game, and, and you know, as a senior, just step up the way he has? Well, you know, Tony's done a really good job for us, and um, when he has the right mindset, which we work really hard with him to try to keep him in the right place, um, he's done a really, really good job for us on special teams as well as a, as a, as a defensive back. So, And he did a nice job last mm-hmm. night in the game uh, in both those areas. So uh, we're proud of the progress that he's made, and hopefully you know, he'll, he'll be able to continue and play with that consistency. Thanks, Coach, we appreciate your time today and look forward to seeing you soon in Atlanta. All right. Thank you. Thank you.